0: Always there, watching, looking, listening, and quietly stalking your every move. The Kate Daly Show starts now. You never want a serious crisis to go to waste. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before.
1: Hi there. Welcome. Kate, I can't, forgot my own name, Kate Daly Show. How can that happen? Oh, I don't know. Craziness of politics on a daily basis? Who knows? Uh, welcome to the last hour on a Wednesday. You're officially halfway through your week. I applaud that heavily. And uh, and the headlines just keep coming. And so, I have Susan here. Hi, Hello. Susan. And uh, welcome. And a big thank you to Melissa for uh, an insane hour on... Government biological experiments, (laughs) mysterious diseases that crop up, thank you, government, and how the government is right there to aid and assist you. And you know that was a facetious comment. So, um, anyway, thanks for that. That was illuminating. so, onward. We have so much to talk about in this hour. I do want to mention this, though. There's an app everybody seems to be using on Facebook, and it's an app where you're all of a sudden older. And it's very eerie how well this app does your face to look 20, 30, through AI, through AI, through artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. It's actually a Russian-owned app. There's no actual information on this app as far as what you're uploading your photo to. You are giving them access to do whatever they want with your photo. And and I'm just telling people that because sometimes I know stuff sounds super fun. I get it. Trust me. And I just wanted to mention that when you sign on to these apps, you don't know what they're doing. Now, is that cause for alarm? There are people out there sounding the alarm bell on making sure that whenever you upload and consent to something, especially in using AI in using whatever, that you know what you're consenting to. Well, they you're giving them permission uh, for your contacts on your phone. You're giving them permission to your photos. You're giving them permission to use a lot more on your phone than just the app and just that one photo. Yeah, it's just a gateway. It it, it is. And just make sure that whenever you're downloading an app, and it can be so fun, and I totally get it, but just make sure that you realize what you're consenting to. If your other argument is they have everything anyway then I guess we've lost all hope and why are we here? (laughs) It's just hopeless. Uh, Give up. Yes. Put your arms up and give up. Um, Okay, we have a lot to talk about. I want to talk about Epstein. I want to talk about Melania. I want to talk about Trump. I want to talk about this case a little bit deeper. I also, because man, are there shades of deep. And I also want to talk about 50th anniversaries and... Uh, 20th anniversaries because we have the 20th anniversary of the JFK Jr. Um, now, I remember I, on the Inheritance book, which is a must-read, The Inheritance book by Christopher Fulton. He wrote about meeting with JFK right before he was killed. And uh, JFK uh, wanting to purchase his father's watch from Christopher Fulton, which landed uh, some other evidence, landed Christopher Fulton in prison for eight years uh, for something he should have never gone to prison for. But JFK Jr. was very interested in getting stories out and was very interested in getting down to the bottom of his father's death. And a lot of people didn't realize that he... that. That he was really motivated, motivated. That's a great word. Thanks, Susan. Motivated on that. And there we now have 20 years. I remember where I was. I was up actually in a northern part of my state and I was camping and I remember this news coming down of him in the airplane and couldn't believe it. And it was it was just so sad. It's sad even today when I look at photos because oh, just you just wonder such a loss. Yeah. You wonder what that could have been. Ideologically, we were at different ends of the spectrum on government. But I still thought that he was a gem. I thought he was a good person and I, I think he was coming from a good place. Um and so it was really tough to see what happened to him and was there more to that story? I have to say I did do an hour on this a couple of years ago and I I talked a lot about what I thought was wrong with the story, with the narrative, and there were many, many people close to him that said something's there's something right. very off about what the what the narrative was on the story. So Let's talk about this, Susan, because new information has come out as well. And then um, we'll talk about another anniversary because there is m- th- we have to understand. How, and I hate to say this because it makes me sound like I question everything. I do question everything, but not everything ends up being suspicious, suspicious. But you you should question everything. Why aren't you? And not take it at face value. Yeah. I mean, this was a very uh, uh, let me let me say this and then uh, and then let's get over to you. Okay. The one thing that you will read. More than anything else about this particular thing that happened to JFK, his death, you're going to notice a byline on every single article that came out. Every mainstream, every single mainstream article pointed to the fact that it was his inexperience and nervousness of flying pilot error. And both yes. of those things are false. Yep. But that's the story that came out, yep. and I, I and it's regurgitated. It's even regurgitated today. And there, I watched a special on it last night, and that's all they kept saying. And I thought that isn't true, actually. But go ahead, Susan.
2: I just want to get down to the bottom of all this. Uh, well, I wanted to talk about it because it is the twentieth anniversary um, on July. Um, 16th, 16th, yes, July yes, 16th, mm-hmm. but, um, they didn't really figure things out till 3 AM because they were expecting him at this, uh, wedding, Rory's wedding, Rory Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And in that plane, just to cover and let the people know, it, Carolyn, His wife and Lauren, her sister, and they all went down. So his friend from Brown, who's a historian, finally said, "Okay, it's been 20 years. I'm going to just tell what I know about Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. and just in a personal way. And it's just really interesting because he said a week before JFK Jr. died, John, I'll just call him John. Mm -hmm. uh, He said he himself had gotten a a, a suspicious diagnosis of something of an illness. And John called him and he said He literally said, you know, for better or for worse, my family is connected in medical circles. Mm -hmm. If you need anything, let me know. Seriously, I will take care of you. Right. And he said he was so sincere about that. Right. And it just was so touching. And those were the last words he heard from him. Um, He said, this was interesting to me, that John Kennedy was in therapy his whole life Mm -hmm. because of what had happened when he was so young to his father. And then he said, so consequently... It made him an excellent listener, and Mm -hmm. people would go to him for advice. Right. But towards the end, he was estranged from his sister, Caroline. Uh, But one phone call right before he died, they said, okay, let's put all this behind us. And there was just stress between the in-laws, between Mm -hmm. his wife and her husband. So just a lot of really interesting things that this historian, Stephen Gillen, knows about. Oh, and the book is America's Reluctant Prince, which I thought is such an interesting. It, it is an interesting described. title. Yes. And and here's a couple of things just before his death. Not
1: only did he ask the justice department to interview Janet Reno over Waco. Which they were reluctant to do for his magazine. Um, for his magazine, and he was pressing them for this interview. Mm. Um, he had also researched a um, a Mossad agent's death and did an exposé on it in his magazine that drew some attention to him that might not have been warranted that that he might not have wanted at the time. The a lot of exposure on on a assassination that he did not that they did not want to be known. Um, he was also motivated as you. Said to look into his father's death and had come across um, evidence as far as with Christopher Fulton because they knew that uh, that he had paid Christopher Fulton for this watch, which basically JFK was wearing when he died. Yes, and that he wasn't supposed to be wearing the Cartier watch. Yep, and that involved the Secret Service under Lyndon because Lyndon's Secret Service. It is said by Fulton that Lyndon's Secret Service was in on all of this, and if you ever wonder why Jack was so toxic toward secret service people and thought that they were corrupt and inept, um... That should tell you volumes about because they were actually with JFK Jr. Secret Service was assigned to him till he was 16 years old. And there were letters after letters after letters of her being very toxic towards them and very accusatory and to stop being around her son. And she didn't want them anywhere near her son. If you ever wonder why she had those feelings, well, you should wonder why she had those feelings. Um, back in Christopher Fulton's book, he, they, the Secret Service had taken all of his jewelry. Before he went in the limousine in JFK. Dallas. JFK. JFK. And before he went in the, in the limousine. And Jackie gave him a particular watch to wear. So he was wearing a piece of jewelry um, during the assassination. And you have to ask yourself, why did they want all the jewelry off of him? Why did Lyndon's Secret Service agents... Come up and request all of his jewelry right before he climbed in the limo. What could that jewelry have done in the in the event of a shooting? Okay, he was wearing a watch. There was some evidence on that watch and JFK had just purchased it. So you have all of these elements of things that were becoming a little bit more dangerous and you have the Clintons eyeing
2: a presidency for Senate, Her. A Senate seat. A Senate
1: at the time,
2: but presidency Full, coming. Yes, ultimately. Ultimately presidency coming. Yes. And his, so this author says that JFK mm-hmm. Jr. was interested actually in the governor's seat of New York and then on to the presidency. Yes. Because he wanted he said, I want to be back in the White House. I want to go home to the White House. Yes. And then Hillary now, it wasn't over the
1: Senate seat as much as people think because once she announced, he was kind of like, okay, well, yeah. she's going to get that, except that Hillary and Bill knew that he could he could run circles. She's so rancid and toxic and criminal that he could run circles around her in any race. And they knew that was coming for the presidency. She was eyeballing that presidency. I'm sure that's why uh, she that 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 so many things were done with the two of them that um, that was kind of maybe the promise was you get to run for president. You get to be the first woman
2: president. Right. Right. And he was younger. Yes. And, so- and, and she wanted that more than life itself. And- yeah. And well, and Gillen said the governorship, but he was so charismatic. Mm-hmm. He had such natural talent, his right. father's talent. But this whole flying thing, Jackie begged him not to fly. And she said, um, you know, there's just been so many deaths in the family. And the quote was, please don't do it. There have been so many deaths in the family already. And that she had a premonition that something was going to go wrong if he took up if flying. If he took up So he waited. And then, but in the 1990s, uh, 19. Forties, JFK's brother and sister were both killed in airplane crashes over in Europe. Um, Ethel Kennedy lost both parents uh, in, a, in an airplane crash, which is shocking. 1955, and her brother died in an airplane crash. You know crash. why? Because it's a
1: conversation under.
2: They go, airplane crash, and you just automatically think pilot error.
1: Yeah. Something happened, something that, that that nature couldn't have prevented, and that's at the end of the conversation. It's real easy, right? And in
2: fact, Ted Kennedy was severely injured in a plane crash, and two other people died um and then once Jackie married Aristotle Onassis his stepson his son her stepson was d- killed in an uh, airplane accident so she was begging them right. do not do this but Prior to this fatal flight, John had had a paraglider accident and broke his ankle. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was paragliding. He was a reckless kind of guy. Yeah, kind of. I mean,
1: I thought he was pretty careful, actually, along the way. Um, And I mean, any accident can happen, especially on a lawnmower with an umbrella. But anyway, we're going to talk more about this when we come back. There's a couple more facts to share about this. be right back with Susan on The Kate Daly Show. Hi, this is Kate Daly and I love my sponsors. Boulevard Mattress located at Boulevard Home on Mall Drive where you can get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show on St. George News Radio.
0: Don't miss Financial Strategies. Saturday at noon on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies, hosted by Trevor Carlson, will introduce you to the products and professionals that will provide you with the best strategies and tools to live more abundantly. Tune in every Saturday at noon to Financial Strategies. Right here on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies is brought to you by Heritage Reverse Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1497455.
3: Do your kids have to Google camping to see what it looks like? Do your kids watch YouTube videos to learn about wildlife? When was the last time your entire family got away from the electronics and spent a weekend camping in the great outdoors? Now is the time to make summer memories with your family. Nielsen RV can make those memories happen for less than you might think. Nielsen RV is the home of the warranty forever at no cost to you. State Street and Hurricane in St. George off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag or NielsenRV.com
4: this is Quinn Hulgin. And this is Connor Akin with Tag and Go Express Car Wash. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. That's right. Our new location next to Costco is now open, making it even more convenient to wash your car with Tag and Go. Stop in today and try it out. Your membership is now good at any of our five locations. And as always, we offer free vacuums with any wash. Stop on in and try our new location across the street from Costco. Tag and Go Express Car Wash now open next to Costco. Tag and Go now with five locations three in St. George and two in Cedar City.
3: Here's what our patients have to say about Novatio, the pioneers of full circle orthopedics.
5: My name is Emmy. I'm a dancer on drill team and I love dance. It's absolutely my life. And just this past summer at a dance camp, I landed a leap and tore a ligament in my knee. Movement was really important to me. And suddenly I found I couldn't even walk or barely even move without intense pain. After realizing that I would need a surgery, me and my parents went and met with Dr. Michael Manning, I felt completely safe with trusting my knee to him. After just a few months of recovering, I was finally able to perform with my team again, and it felt so good to be back on the dance floor. I'm leaving to go tour Europe, and I can't believe that I'll be able to walk and see everything that I've dreamed of. If that moment ever comes where you realize that you'll need an orthopedic surgeon, I highly recommend Dr. Manning.
3: Call Novatio
5: 435-688-1152,
3: or visit NovatiOortho.com.
0: It's official. St. George Car Wash and Detail was voted the best in Southern Utah 2019, and we have you to thank. We couldn't have done it without you and your support for 25 years. Thank you for letting us give you the best car wash in town. If we haven't washed your car, truck, boat, or RV, come see the difference and find out what makes St. George Car Wash and Detail the best in Southern Utah. St. George Car Wash and Detail, off the freeway on South Bluff.
3: Ready for auto and insurance at credit union rates? Golden West Insurance Services offers auto insurance with discounted rates for credit union members with savings up to 35%. Our responsive and experienced locally based agents will independently shop multiple carriers to make sure you get the best coverage and biggest savings possible. Get your free quote today and save with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services. Conveniently located in any Golden West credit union branch. Insurance not a deposit product and not insured by NCUA. Purchasing insurance will not affect the extension of credit. Amount saved not guaranteed and may vary.
4: Have you been struggling with erectile this With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000.
1: Welcome back. Kate Daly show. Make sure and get over to balance of nature. It's a fantastic product. I've taken a few different ones over the years and, uh, one even went out of business and I was hunting down another one and I ran across uh, balance of nature. Friends had taken it and I thought it was so amazing that I am telling you about it. They're giving you 30% off for listening to this show and it actually helps the show. So if you would like to increase your immunity, your health, get get servings of fruits and vegetables that I know you desperately need because I know you're not eating bushels of it every day and uh, and also get this fiber cleanse drink that actually cleans out your system it is fantastic in in regulating your insulin and in keeping you healthy this is the product it's extremely clean there is no there are no fillers and and nothing inside of this product um, that is added to this it is pure vegetables pure fruits you you need this product I will go as far as to Say that. Uh, balance of Nature and it's and it exceeds any other product I've ever taken, to tell you the truth. That's it amazing. is very, very good. Balance of nature, you can go to my website, click on the link, katedallyradio.com, just look for the photo, type in Kate. When it asks for a promo code, you'll get thirty percent off. Isn't that amazing? Um but get it, because it's affordable, you need it, and you know what? I I, I wouldn't be without it right now. In fact, Think about all the stuff we talk about on this show. Increase your immunity. (laughs) That's the message. We're talking about JFK Jr. There was too much about this that was um, that's not very suspicious. And there was a book written that just came out and um, about America's reluctant prince and. You'll see some specials on this, but they're not going to highlight some of the more suspicious activity going on around this. Let me say this. The guy, when I alluded to this when we started this hour, and I said that you'll keep hearing how inexperienced he said he was and how he was nervous about the flight. The only person that gave that information to the press and gave it early on was the ex-Massad agent that was the chauffeur that said that jfk jr said that to him gee i'm so inexperienced i'm so nervous there wasn't anything nervous about jfk he a junior he was actually pretty adept in flying at that point he was a very careful flyer and it was a clear night and all you're gonna hear is uh, how the weather was so turbulent no it wasn't it was not and and here's the deal um, He gave that information out, and some of the people that first carried that information actually questioned whether or not it happened. After they had printed it for CNN, for all these different publications, even today, 20 years later, that is the most regurgitated line. The narrative. The narrative is he was inexperienced, you know, blame the victim. He was inexperienced and he was nervous. No, he was not at all. In fact, uh, it's the opposite of that. And it was that guy that spread that. And even to this day, the reporters that first reported it said we didn't believe it when he was telling us. Us that story interesting yeah and he said it early on I mean he wanted to make sure boom that was in every single paper before they even found the bodies he was making sure that that was printed they had to come up with that narrative. The government overtook the whole investigation. They did not go out for hours. They uh, and there was some
2: interesting things about the explosion, right? There was a, a guy on the beach who was right in the vicinity who said he heard an explosion. Yeah, an explosion, not
1: just a plane coming out of nowhere into the water, because no. it had to come from a. I mean, it had to go into a
2: direct spiral into the water, right? Right. In order to do what it, it did, and it was he said it was up in the air that he heard the explosion. Right. Not water, So, So
1: there's thoughts that a particle beam laser took it down and there are other thoughts that there was a bomb implanted somewhere on the plane because of the way that when it hit the water, the way the wings, what happened with the wings, what happened with the pieces of the plane is not conducive to a plane just all of a sudden because of pilot air going into a spiral into the water. None of it made sense. The bodies were cremated.
2: Without even a full autopsy being done, right? That's that's right. And and things it, it, they took a long time to go out and look for them, even mm-hmm. though they were calling the relatives. were saying On July seventeenth, three a.m., they were calling, desperate to get someone, and they couldn't get anyone to come out and look. And then they found mm-hmm. the plane. Uh, you know th- I think it was three days later so what was going on why such a lax response yep and, and the, then a swift at
1: sea yes. burial which was very strange because by law they were supposed to do these long the it's you know why uh, these these autopsies because if there was a bomb you would see burn marks you would see certain remnants coming from a bomb you would see certain things happen to the passengers not the pilot per se as much but the passengers why did they not do that why did they all of a sudden just wrap that up in a few hours and and um, get them cremated? And they were buried at sea. Buried at
2: sea. And, it was. And- and he was Roman Catholic. And Which, so why would you... You wouldn't do that. You it's wouldn't very strange. get cremated and then have no markers anywhere. Yeah. So, I so mean, th- yeah, things did not go as you would typically expect. No. And they
1: say he was tipped off so that he actually changed his pl- flight plan to go around a certain airbase, um, And so that he might have been tipped off that, that, that there was a warning somewhere about something. Um, nothing about this makes sense. The other seat was missing missing from the plane they was a lot of people speculated that that they, he did have an advisor in the plane that somebody else was in there um and uh, there was about a 40 or 50 minute i can't remember Suze, i don't have my notes but there was like a 40 or 50 minute time in which there was a big debate going on uh, going on before the flight was so the flight was supposed to take place but about 40 to 50 minutes later it took place only because there was some sort of talking debate conversation going
2: on about going up in the air So you wonder what was being said. Nobody knows. And... Well, Car- That's unfortunate. Carolyn was very ambivalent. She didn't want to go and go to this big wedding, and they had been having issues, and mm-hmm. she, they had been sleeping separately and going to a marriage counselor, and she just didn't really want to go, and he talked her into going, and she brought her sister. So this was atypical, and for the first time, they had always taken their dog in the past, and they did not take their dog this time. Mm-hmm. So... I guess they didn't want their dog in the plane or at the wedding or some other thing. Yeah. So it was out of the norm. The other one
1: um, that struck me and why this struck me, it's, it struck me like when Bush was talking, I think, I can't remember whether it was Reagan's funeral or whose funeral. It must've been Reagan's funeral. When um, he mentioned the line and a maniac, uh, you know, assassinated JFK and he started laughing. And I thought, what a weird response when you say the word maniac and you're talking about something in history that gets most people pretty somber. Why are you laughing? Well, I could go on from oodles on that one. But anyway, you know, Bush was in the CIA um, during that time and was in Texas. But anyway, um, uh, so, it, uh, so 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 the, the response from Clinton was what I was getting at the response from Clinton when he was in front of the cameras People were were honestly shocked that he was smiling when talking about the disappearance of JFK Jr. He was smiling. Now, he smiled a lot, but the shock of what was going on at the time, you would think that there would at least be a portion of shock going on, even if you wanted to to maintain this sense of, you know, everything's okay, America. But still, it was very unaffected, cavalier, smiling, smiling very strange, very strange behavior from Clinton when even talking about this and um, I know that there was there was some severe Probable cop- competition coming from him running against Hillary for future female of the of the United States. I just gagged when I said that in the throw up. I appeared anyway, the fact that she would ever be the first female um, president of the United States makes me want to throw up and hurl. But I I'm looking at this some of these reactions and wondering why people were were not even more shocked at some of the reactions. And even to this day, he smiles when talking about it. It's really kind of strange.
2: Yeah, there's something really different, especially yeah. because he was so iconic. You know, he was JFK one Junior. He was mm-hmm. one of the most handsome men. In fact, he was voted the sexiest man alive in sure. 1988. Mm-hmm. And he handled that because he was trying to develop an identity as a lot of things, including a politician. But mostly, he said, as a good person yeah. who really helped out his friends. And so he was iconic. And to lose something iconic... the populace Mm -hmm. citizens were grief stricken I mean they were horrified and people who knew him but you know why that placid response yeah and from people who uh, should know better, yeah. And and then nothing ever
1: was done in the way of investigation. The government actually took this over quickly, and um, they say uh, screwed it up intentionally along the way. Um, the people that the, the things that he was investigating at the time were very um, telling and harsh. They thought if he amassed too much power, he actually would out the people, the very people that would. Um, uh, that would would have been involved in his father's murder um, as he up until when Bush died. Bush uh, senior um, said that he was not in the CIA during that time in 1963. Well, now it is now that he's dead. the Now this is outed information and. I remember even when I brought this up, people were going conspiracy theorists. No, actually, it, now they're actually admitting it. But it's part of his his biography now online. But at the time, see, you couldn't you couldn't say anything about that. And when they said that he named his magazine after his father's killer, that was a very interesting piece of this whole puzzle. It is said that he said that. That's alleged. Um, but that he was gonna that he was gonna come very much out with the information. That's also what Christopher Fulton, when he met with JFK. Jr. that that JFK Jr. was very motivated behind the scenes, much more than he ever said politically about outing all the individuals involved. And if you think about what the outing of Secret Service would have done if they were involved in that murder knowingly or if um, and I actually interviewed on the show uh, some of the Secret Service um, involved that day, but also the fact that. Um, That that information, having the power and to be trusted and liked as much as he was, because JFK Jr. and I are totally different political spectrum wise. But the fact that he could have outed a lot of what's been going on and a lot of the stuff they've concealed about JFK's murder, his father. Think about the power of that with how much he was liked.
2: Loved, he regarded, was so respected. Well, and the paparazzi yes. was so horrific to them. And oh, he yeah. just had to put up with it. But he was used to it. Carolyn was not. Yeah. And so that was a constant thing. But he, any time, you know, they just went a few days at a time before he was back mm-hmm. in the news. He was always in the news. Yep. Her family didn't really want her to marry him. No, the they parents were very, were very ambi- <laughs> ambivalent because of who he was and all of the things that that entailed, the complexity. the the family, the threats and just he led a complicated life and he was a complicated person and he was and he was a
1: good friend and a loyal person. And I think this is why America generally respected him is the people around him spoke so highly of him. And it's really sad to know that there were a lot of things about his death that have never been explained, not investigated, swept under the rug um, as a conspiracy when none of it adds up. It's very strange, the fact that they didn't do an investigation. Uh, They didn't even want to know. In fact, when asked by the news, uh, when this story broke and when they found the bodies, if they were going to analyze the information for any type of bomb or anything, they were very, very quick to say, no, there wasn't a bomb, and we already know that, and it just went down because of pilot error. End of questioning. Do not ask us that question. That was the government, by the way absolutely certain without even an investigation doesn't that surprise you it should that kind of stuff should eat at you anyway be right back on the Kate Daly show
3: hi this is Valerie Hansen for Novatio. for the last few months I've been telling you about the vera treatment done on me and my husband Well, I can't say enough about Dr. Manning and his practice. Just after Christmas, my knee started hurting again. And thinking back, I realized it had been about four months. I'm telling you, four months I was pain-free. I immediately called the office to see if I could get in before the end of the year. Dr. Manning not only was able to get me in, but came home from his vacation just to help me. To date, I have had no pain this iovera treatment is a miracle we just got back from a cruise and were able to walk all over the ship miles a day and take offshore trips i've also lost a lot of weight because i'm able to get out and do so much more pain-free if you want to be pain-free call Novatio and dr michael manning today i did and will be forever grateful call Novatio 435-688-1152 or visit Novatio ortho
4: Katie, weren't you just telling me something about how Nielsen RV will meet or beat any other dealer prices?
3: People tend to travel when they think they're getting a good deal. But before you make the drive to buy somewhere else, let Nielsen RV price match or beat your quote. 400 RVs to choose from, plus our RVs come with a warranty forever and no cost to you.
4: Yeah, why would anyone travel somewhere cold or far away to get something that they can get right here in beautiful southern Utah with a warranty forever?
3: That's Nielsen RV off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag on State Street in Hurricane or online at Nielsen.
4: RV.com. Hello, Southern Utah. This is Brad Pullman, owner of BT Pearson Tire and Service. And hey, Mr. DJ, can you give me a drum roll? We're excited to announce at BT Pearson Tire and Service, we now have two locations to serve you one at 595 North Bluff, and our second location at 2275 Santa Clara Drive next to Lightfoot Chevron. At BT Pearson Tire and Service, your safety comes first. Check us out at BTPearson.com. This is Quinn Allgan. And this is Connor Akin with Tag & Go Express Car Wash. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. That's right. Our new location next to Costco is now open, making it even more convenient to wash your car with Tag & Go. Stop in today and try it out. Your membership is now good at any of our five locations. And as always, we offer free vacuums with any wash. Stop on in and try our new location across the street from Costco. Tag & Go Express Car Wash now open next to Costco. Tag & Go now with five locations, three in St. George and two in Cedar City.
3: Hi, this is Kelly, Marty Lane's wife, and I take Balance of Nature. I started taking Balance of Nature 10 years ago when I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer at the age of 40. Balance of Nature not only helped me maneuver the awful side effects of daily chemo a little easier,
2: I also truly believe it helped me recover much quicker. When I wasn't able to consume the
3: foods I needed to be healthy, I knew I was getting the vitamins and minerals I needed from Balance of Nature. Now, 10 years later, Balance of Nature is still a part of my daily diet. It keeps me healthy and going even when those around me seem to be getting sick with summer colds and winter
2: flu. Balance of Nature has my vote of confidence.
0: Thanks, Kelly. This is Marty Lane, and we love Balance of Nature. I highly recommend you give it a try and see for yourself. And right now you can try it for 30% off and get free shipping. Just go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code MARTY. That's M-A-R-T-Y. Or call 800 That's 800 Want to give your family the most amazing experience? Forget virtual reality. Get your family on the road this summer to experience the sights, smells and sounds of the great outdoors in person. Nielsen RV is ready to get you on the road with a huge selection of tent trailers, toy haulers, fifth wheels and motorhomes. Something for every budget. And with Nielsen RV's warranty forever and no cost to you, now's the perfect time. See the real outdoors this summer at Nielsen RV on State Street and Hurricane and St. George off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American
3: flag or at NielsenRV.com. Here's what our patients have to say about Novatio, the pioneers of full circle orthopedics.
5: My name is Emmy. I'm a dancer on drill team and I love dance. It's absolutely my life. And just this past summer at a dance camp, I landed a leap and tore a ligament in my knee. Movement was really important to me and suddenly I found I couldn't even walk and barely even move without intense pain. After realizing that I would need a surgery, me and my parents went and met with Dr. Michael Manning, I felt completely safe with trusting my knee to him. After just a few months of recovering, I was finally able to perform with my team again, and it felt so good to be back on the dance floor. I'm leaving to go tour Europe, and I can't believe that I'll be able to walk and see everything that I've dreamed of. If that moment ever comes where you realize that you'll need an orthopedic surgeon, I highly recommend Dr. Manning.
3: Call Novatio, 435-688-1152, or visit NovatiOortho.com.
1: Glad to have you with us today. Susan's with me and uh, man what a show talking about all the ways that government tried to weaponize ticks and mosquitoes and yellow fever and harm the populace and then we've got <laughs> we've got I mean you know, it doesn't your brain just want to explode sometimes? Mine does. Um, uh, as far as uh, JFK, and here we are sitting on, I can't believe it's been 20 years because I remember. My kids were little. I remember exactly where I was when I heard that news, too, and couldn't believe it. And uh, that he went down in that plane crash. And uh, there was much more to that plane crash. And it's so sad to think that that they won't. you'll never get an investigation now. And there was way too many pieces that were not okay. Too many eyewitnesses on the ground said they heard something totally different happening with that plane. And you'll never, ever hear it. And then, of course, what they did was they gave the big narrative that he was inexperienced and nervous. And he wasn't at all. At all. And so... um they really they really tried hard to serve up that narrative to the American people. And I wish that they would actually have done an investigation at least or even looked into it. And it's surprising that, that people haven't demanded it. But, you know, as long as the people stay asleep and just want to take the, the narrative and don't ever want to question their own government, I say question everything. Um, even if it's not suspicious, question it. Why would we not at this point, knowing all that we know?
2: Um, Chatt- Chapa- Chappaquiddick. This is also the anniversary. The 50th anniversary of Chappaquiddick is tomorrow, July 18th, 1969. And now a lot of people don't have never even heard of this. I mean, yeah. it, it, the history is disappearing. Um, it's the 50th anniversary of when Senator Ted Kennedy. Ugh, sorry, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yes, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Senator <laughs> yeah. Ted Kennedy, yeah. married age 37 with <laughs> children, got into a car with Mary Jo Kopechny, His <laughs> age 28, who had worked for his brother, Bobby Kennedy, who had been assassinated the year before. So she had worked on his campaign. Mm-hmm. So now there was this party with people doing conga lines in the street. He gets in the car. He had a chauffeur who stayed at the party and he proceeded to drive off a bridge Well. The car overturned. She was submerged. He got out. So it was pitch black. To save his skin. To save his skin. And he made his way home and did not report the accident for 10 hours. Making sure she was good and dead. And th- there she was. And evidence suggests that she was able to maybe get some air in an air bubble as the car was Yes, he submerged. could have saved her. And he could have. And... There was a grand jury that was convened, but they said, we were not allowed to talk to the people at the party. We were not allowed to ask if he had been drinking. It was a total snow job. Just to save his skin so he could run for office. Yes, because Mm -hmm. he had presidential aspirations and he was a senator. Well, it all went away. He got some uh, little slap on the wrist for leaving the scene of an accident Mm -hmm. and... Uh, her her parents have done a good job in trying to keep her memory alive, Mary Jo Kopechny. Yeah. But, you know, a dead woman, and you're mm-hmm. a, a senator, married, you're in the car just with this a woman. Just credent of an individual. He was best friends with Senator Hatch. The yes. two of them were besties. It just is incomprehensible. And mm. he was in the Senate for 40 years. Yep. Total credent and in the Senate for 40 years, and nobody seemed to care that he left the, the, this girl die. No, and to this day, they've interviewed the grand jury people, and they said it was a snow job, and we are so frustrated that justice was not done. Well, hopefully it was done now. He's dead. Maybe well, he's... yeah, maybe there's justice <laughs> happening as we speak. Something. Hopefully, something. or he's meeting with Mary Jo Kopechny. Yeah. Bless her heart. 28 so years sad. old. Your whole life ahead yes. of you. Yes. So anyway, it's just ironic that it's the 20th anniversary of the death of JFK Jr. Mm-hmm. And the 50th anniversary that is really of the sad. death of Mary Jo Kopechny. Yeah, it is really sad. Um, so what is going on with that family? Let's talk just for a second
1: about this whole Epstein thing because it gets, it just gets deeper each week. And I hate to keep bringing it up because I know it's one of those, you know, you you just hate even talk about it, think about it. I hate this kind of stuff myself, actually. Uh, I don't like to even be immersed in it, but we kind of have to be because there's so much here and so many connected dots. And uh, uh, there was a a great video that you watched that talked about um, Epstein and talked about how... Epst- the story with Epstein is so big and dark that I, deep. I d- and deep that you do have to realize that a lot of different countries' intelligence agencies are involved in this, and that is he intelligence, as Acosta said. Um, I, I actually think so, yes. I, I do think that he is this, this sort of, the honey trap is a big, big deal. Yes. The honey trap With is... With underage mm, girls is a big deal. And does the um, NX, uh, NXV... Uh, I.M. Yeah, <laughs> I.M. ring, cult. Uh, yeah. cult sex ring uh, that, 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 that's been in the news the last couple of years, has this actually been part of this? That's tied to Seagram's.
2: Yes. Yeah, Seagram. If you're a and drinker, the, you know, Seagram. The Bronfman, <laughs> so, the Bronfman mm-hmm. sisters who were part of this uh, sex cult n x i b m And they were heiresses to the Seagram fortune, which is, of course, Seagram. Was that whiskey? Alcohol. It's yes. an alcohol fortune. Yes. But they were heavily as billionaires uh, into a sex cult and that mm-hmm. recruited people and that compromised people with underage honeypot schemes so that they could be controlled and used. Mm -hmm. And it just is incomprehensible. Well, and there's another aspect to it. So Epstein appeared in court on Monday and they said that when they went into his safe, they found a passport with his picture, but a different name. And it was an Austrian passport. And his home address was listed as Saudi Arabia. So all of a sudden, what in the world? Mm-hmm. And it's from the '80s. And so, um, a reporter said in the '80s Jeffrey Epstein used to tell people he was kind of a financial bounty hunter, whose job it was to find lost or stolen money for the government or for very rich people. <laughs> he told the he told people a lot of different stories. And about what he and did. so he said there was money that had been you mm-hmm. know looted from African dictators, right, and right. that he was supposed to be reclaiming this, and he was hiding money and the. Mm-hmm hired him. I mean, can you imagine? And so this is coming out in court now. And then there is the tie that he has to Khashoggi. Um, now, not remember. The, yeah, go ahead. Not the operative who was murdered recently, but his father. Yes. Um, who was a Saudi arms trader, also deceased. But Epstein was connected to him for a long time. This, remember that Epstein had to be put into play back in. The 80s.
1: He was put into play early 70s, on. 70s, 80s, because he'd been going at this for quite a long time. Yes. Too. He
2: joined a, mm-hmm. a school, a private school with no college degree. And they put him in teaching physics. And the rumors were that he was hitting on all the young girls. It was a high school. And so suggested that uh, it was Massad that recruited him. Mm-hmm. And they were going to use him because he was already a pedophile, an underage pedophile. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then he ended up with the arms dealer and the Iran-Contra thing is playing in and the Marcos from the Philippines. And you just think this is the most mm -hmm. incredible web in the world. And so Graydon Carter... Uh, Who is the um, who was the former editor of Vanity Fair. This reporter, this woman did this amazing investigative job Mm -hmm. in 2002, and he would not let her put this in. No. And she, she had to take out all the women, all the evidence about the young women. And so it because ended, Maxwell, Robert Maxwell owned it. Yes. He was an agent of the Mossad and yes. he
1: was well-known agent, well-known corrupt individual and mass billionaire from owning media empires. And he was the one that killed the story. The story had a lot of details in it and she had done her homework and he, she was actually threatened. Epstein actually threatened her. Um, it's alleged by saying, I know where you're going to have your baby. I know where, cause she was just about to give birth and I know where you're going to have your baby. And, and, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, So
2: she felt threatened. Yes. And so you have to, I guess, use threats if you haven't already compromised mm -hmm. people. And so instead of using threats with people to control them, you do the honeypot scheme. Mm -hmm. And then they are under your power because they don't want to be exposed for doing this. But it it is literally not your typical honeypot. It is the underage children honeypot. And that is so vile. Mm -hmm. And so now we'll see what comes out because I bet there's a lot that stays. hidden there's there's a couple of aspects of this if I can share this, this a couple of aspects that are kind of intriguing about
1: this um, so Melania Slovenia right yes she's from Slovenia she was photographed at age five um, by this kind of Different, sketchy. strange, sketchy photographer, and that she became this model, right? And people have seen those photos when she was a teenager. She doesn't look anything like the beautiful, you know, yeah, person yeah, but she was um, at this at this age and she was photographed all along. There's a there's there's differing stories. So some of the stories are she was discovered on the steps of a such and such at 18 years old. But we know, though, that there have been many accounts and were many accounts back to when she actually met Donald Trump. That she was photographed at five and started modeling at five. Very, very young age. Came from a family where the mother worked in, in some manual labor jobs. Her father was a communist, full-blown communist party but nonetheless, it was a very it was a time of of total communist control and um and they lived very meekly you know modestly modestly and, and so to exploit the child maybe, maybe. and so and so when Melania met Trump, it was at the Kit Kat Club. Well, the Kit Kat Club. She was introduced by Epstein, and the Kit Kat Club was owned by Gazelle, his girlfriend slash human trafficker, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell. Ghislaine, sorry, Ghislaine no, Maxwell. And and so she was Robert Maxwell's daughter. Yes, um, the famed media ex mazod spy who was the media guy that killed all the stories on Epstein. So there had to have been a relationship there in some way, somehow, right? For him to meet Melania. He meets Melania. They start dating and he gets married to Melania. Is he protecting Melania? Because was Melania swept up in some of this? Um, the, The trafficking? Who knows? Because she got a visa that maybe wasn't supposed to be had at the time and, and it uh, kind of a swift visa process for her. And so people have kind of wondered about that. Is this in protection of her? Does he stay a little bit more quiet on this because of protection of her past? And I could certainly see why somebody would want to do that for their spouse, right? Because you know, why would you not want to? He's very protective of his family or tries to be. And so is that part of this equation? In outing some of these people, if you if you fell in love with somebody that was manipulated by these people, would you want to out them? Because it was soon after that uh, dating and getting married, actually getting married part that he started calling them out and then banned him from Miralago. Yes. For, so that's why, why I'm wondering about girl. that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I bring that up as just another piece. But it's an interesting piece, because the Kit Kat Club, I mean, that's that's S- where they met. Yeah, it's sketchy. sketchy. Owned by yeah, that, that
2: crazy weirdo, Ghislaine. Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell, who's the madam for Epstein. He, she is. She's the trafficker yes. from getting girls all over the, the world. And she appears with them. When you see pictures of him, she'll be walking like five steps behind him, yeah. so it doesn't look like they're together and, together.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and what yep. I've also noticed is that there's not a lot of information on Melania's modeling. It's like, she went to Milan, and then went to the United States, and that's it. It was like, there, yeah, there was a little bit of uh, like, a, like a paragraph, and that's all about about f- fifteen years there worth of career that that isn't ever mentioned. And I do wonder if he's protecting her, which he
2: should. Well, it, right, if that's what, the case, because I'm not sure. maybe she, this was an opportunity that she had mm-hmm. in no other way. Yeah, and yes, yeah. and she figured out what to do. And she it, could have it, been wow. swept in, it, not knowing what exactly. she was being swept up to, and, right. and trapped. And that's why
1: I'm saying I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because I don't course. know. But there's just another facet there. And um, so it's another layer deep, if you will, that's not being mentioned right now. And there's usually a reason why they don't mention stuff. Um, so there's that. And uh, and how and how much will this get exposed? See, when we talked about the other day, when I asked the question, how do you feel about Trump? It was because there's been a lot that's been exposed that would not have gotten exposed had other people been president of the United States, and is that can you can you go back to him being president on why we know more about the FBI and how screwed up it is, the CIA and and how screwed up it is. Um, we have all of this information on spying. We've got all of this stuff on pedophilia. All of this has come out since Trump's been president, and can you credit that to that? In, in allowing a lot of this to come
2: to the forefront or getting it to be exposed, I guess, would That's be the right. correct way to say that. Well, so, And and Robert Davis so. Steele, who was with the CIA for like 30 years, he said you have to understand that this pedophilia manipulation of children is like the basis this yes. of power. And it's, hard, it's incomprehensible to us. How, because
1: this is how you strong-arm all the politicians yes. into doing what they do. That's and right. wars and everything else. I mean, we talk about the fundamental... Part of of one of the biggest stories never told. This would be it. Yes, correct. The power structure. Absolutely. Interesting. Susan, you're the best. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> See you back here tomorrow with Chris Ann Hall and Uncle you Got a packed show tomorrow. Full show. Can't wait. Anyway, everybody, uh, be back here tomorrow. And uh, it's been it's been an interesting one. I have to say, interesting show. I'll be thinking of. my wheels will be spinning after this. Uh, everybody, have a great night. Go to kate
2: for podcasts.
0: that after eight years your mattress can double in weight from sweat, dead skin, and dust mites. I know, grossed me out the first time I heard it too. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress with some good news. Right now Best Mattress is having our annual buyback sale where you can trade in that lumpy old mattress for up to $150 and trade in cash savings on a brand new mattress for a healthy, happy sleep. Best Mattress, home with a
4: 120 day guarantee. Sleep easy, friends. Hi, this is Ed Baca. It's an honor and a privilege to serve on the St. George City Council. I'm pleased to be able to report to you that St. George City continues to maintain traditional values, is up to date with valued public health and safety standards, and is actively engaged in preparing for the future needs of our citizens. With your support, I will continue my unending efforts.
0: Timely, credible, thoughtful discussion.
4: Without the partisan outrage.
0: This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network.